Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
and your faithfulness, oh God. Thank you for always being with us. We are grateful, Lord. This afternoon, we ask that, Lord, you speak to us again. You show us the way to eternity, Lord. May we receive more light in our homes, 
in our lives, in our professions. In Jesus' name, amen. What? Hallelujah. What? Please what? sit in the presence of the what? living God. Amen. Wow. That was powerful. looks like you're very excited yeah if you are feeling cold that means feeling hello 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 wow should I leave you here okay because I'm feeling cold up here hallelujah Beautiful. We thank God. Psalm 23, please. Psalm 23. Psalm 23. I didn't know that your new name is Miss Annabelle. How are you doing? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. This is our foundational scripture for the past few Sundays. And we'll be talking about the, the message, I shall not want. Hallelujah. And, and you shall not want. Amen. 2020, you shall not want. Amen. Because God, the Lord, is who? Is my shepherd. Hallelujah. Amen. And he is your shepherd. Please take note, the only way that we can say that we shall not want is when we have shepherdship relationship. Hallelujah. Without a shepherdship relationship, we cannot say that. Because many of the points that we have talked about, you will notice that most of them, you have to be led by the Lord. Hallelujah. And it is a blessing for God to lead us. Hallelujah. And to guide us. In fact, these days I'm getting more and more and more revelation. First Kings chapter, First Kings chapter 13, I think verse 14. First Kings. Hallelujah. Epi is the one who opened my eyes into this scripture from a different angle. But this week I got another revelation. Hallelujah. Say so we are talking about the Lord is our shepherd. Because of that, we shall not want. You know, I want you to please pay attention for the next few minutes. Because it's cold, I'm going to close early. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Before one o'clock. Is that okay? Hey, before... No, no. It's 12 o'clock now. Yeah. Okay. So I have 15 minutes. So if I close at 12.59, that means I've done well. Okay. Because Pastor Nana has taken all my time with announcements. 
Can you please read it for us, please? First Kings thirteen fourteen. And went after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto him, Are thou the man of God that cometh from Judah? I think we should fix my tail here. <laughs> please, is it okay yes, to please. fix it? Yes, please. Okay, beautiful. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Beautiful. First Kings thirteen fourteen, and went after the man of God, and found him sitting under an oak, and he said unto him, Are thou the man of God that cometh from Judah? And he said, I am. Oh, is it Second Kings, the verse you shared with us when we were fasting? It's Second. No, no, no. Second Kings. Try. try. Let me see. Yes, this one. Thank Second you. Kings thirteen fourteen. I now tell you, Elisha, the day you will go to school, we will really miss you. Now Elijah was fallen sick of his sickness, uh -huh. whereof he died, and Joash the king of Israel came down unto him and wept over his face and said, "O oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof." Verse 15, and Elisha said unto him, take bow and arrows, and he took... See, the mention of my father, my father, means that the king had shepherdship relationship. Are you with me, please? Yes, please. Yeah, because you can see that the way he addressed the man of God. Okay, the next one. And Elisha said unto him, take bow and arrows, and he took unto him bow and arrows. Uh-huh. And he said unto the king of Israel, Put thy hand upon thy bow. And Pay attention put, here. He said to him, Put your hand upon, upon what? The bow. Upon what? The bow. Upon what? The bow. That means you have a weapon, weapon. and then you also have a skill. Yes, right. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the next one. And he put his hand upon it. And uh -huh. Elisha put his hands upon the king's hands. Uh -huh. And he said, Open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, shoot, and he shot, uh -huh. and he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance, uh -huh. and the arrow of deliverance from Syria, for thou shalt smite the Syrians in Afek, till thou have consumed them. You see, he said, if this is the weapon, this is your, the, the, your, your skill, then he said, put your hand on it, and then he put his hand on it. And then the man of God put his hand on top of the king's hand. Hallelujah. And then he says, shoot. In other words, if you have a skill, you know what you... If somebody does not guide you, if you don't have a shepherd who can say that do this, you can easily not be able to do anything. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? So because Elijah put his 
Is it Elijah or Elisha? Elisha put Second Kings. Elisha. Elisha put his hand on on his hand. He was able. He was able. Hallelujah. So if we say that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That I shall not want war only work when the Lord is your shepherd. And many times God gives us under shepherds. Hallelujah. Amen. As the person close to you, who is your under shepherd? Who is your under shepherd? Hallelujah. And you need the instruction from you know, it's, it's very important. Number one, you have to identify the person and recognize that this person is my shepherd. And then when you do that, then you also need to um, um, follow his instructions. If you, you continue to read, the man of God said, he said, shoot. And then after that, he removed his hand and said, do it again. And then the king did it three times. He said, because of that, the, the, the battle will not be won. He should have done it many times. Hallelujah. And then when we were fasting, I was explaining that, you know, sometimes there are certain prayers, you don't need to do it once. You have to keep doing and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it because you don't know which of the arrows that can eliminate your enemy. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And many situations in our lives, they are dynamics. They keep changing all the time. All the time. Having noticed that when you go to the hospital and they give you antibiotics, it's like when they say five days, sometimes, especially the wild ones, they say ten. Um, do we have ten days once? Seven days. Seven days. I think mine's more than seven days. And many times, by the time you hit the fourth day, you feel a little bit much better. Many people stop. And when you tell your doctor, your doctor will be very angry with you and tell you that the, bio, the, uh, the, the, the bacteria, those, they, will, they become what? They become stronger. Because you numb them, you, don't, you didn't kill them. Hallelujah. Anyway, that is not the reason why I'm sharing this one. But I want to let us know that from today going, from this mission, from today going, and especially 2020, more of us should come to a point that we identify a shepherd in our lives. Are you with me, please? It's so important in life. And no, Bishop puts it in a different way. He said, one thing that we would love to hear is for somebody to tell you that do this. It's so important. Please take it from me. It's so, so important. That somebody will tell you that do this. Hallelujah. How many are going to have shepherds? Beautiful. So we started going through principles to show that, you know, and then we said the first principle is that God is an ultimate provider, right? Hallelujah. And then the second one is that see what God has already provided. And the next one understand. When God provides, you have to understand that. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. And then the fourth one, you develop what God has provided. Oh. 
When Effie was very hot here, I said, wow, Effie has kept the nose well. Everything is over there, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. So, you, you, the next one, so we started talking about 20 ways that God can provide. We said the first one, God can, uh-huh, through the trees, hallelujah. And we read Genesis 1.29 that God said to them, Genesis 1, Genesis 1.29, and behold, I have given you every what? Bearing seeds which is upon the face of all the earth, and every what? Every tree. Mm-hmm. In the which is the fruit of tree yielding seed. Mm-hmm. To you it shall be for meat. And to you it shall be for meat. Amen. Today, one of the revelations that God's Holy Spirit showed me concerning this is that remember, we are talking about God's provision. Anything that God can use to provide for you, the enemy will also like to come for it. Because this is the first thing that God said to them. Said, Behold, that means see, pay attention. I have, provi- I have provided for you. As he said what? The trees bearing seed, everything. We're talking about the trees. It's the same tree that the enemy came. And he used the same thing to take away the blessings of God from, from them. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? And then we said that number two, God can provide through the second one. I want to do it this way. Animals. The first one, separate the, anim- the trees and the animals. So the first one is the animal, the trees. The second one, animals. And the third one, Yes, the marriage. Hallelujah. You know, no doubt many marriages are under fire. The enemy. Hallelujah. Can you imagine if Adam and Eve, the day that they came together, this guy came, came and tested and fought the thing. And that is why it tells me that anyone who will marry will always experience this attack. But how you will fight it, that is the critical, that is the the thing that we need to understand and need to know. Are you with me, please? Yeah. You cannot marry and then just have your freedom and say that nothing will happen. But how you handle the situation, that is why many, in fact, most people who have married, they will tell you the issues that they have had before. The fact that they keep marrying does not mean that they did not have any issue. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The next one is through your church. Do we have that? Then add your church. God can provide through your church. Many of the things that God has given to me is through the church. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yes. If you sit, we sit inside the church world, you can see that there are so many blessings. Hallelujah. Please remember, these are the methods. And it means that if one 
does not work for you, it means maybe the two is the one that God will use to provide for you. Maybe it's the fourth, third point that God can use to provide for you. Maybe it's the fourth point that God can use to provide for you. Are you with me, please? That is why we need to behold. We need to pay attention. We need to see how the provision is coming. Hallelujah. And accept that. And then when you see somebody also receiving his provision, don't say that the Lord has forgotten you. The way God will provide from, for, uh, um, for MS is different from the way God will provide for me. Is it true? Hallelujah. That is why when you see somebody moving forward, you just rejoice with a person and know that your way of provision is different from the person. Hallelujah. The next point, please. The next point. God will provide for you uh -huh, by traveling to another country or a city or a place. Hallelujah. And then we read how Abraham's blessings were connected to he moving from the country, the family, to a new hallelujah. And many of us, you know, today when I was reading Jacob's family, Jacob's family, and I was paying attention more to Rachel and Leah, the way they were handling situations at home. You could see that there was no peace. And sometimes, you know, I, I, I am I'm beginning to catch understanding that if the people of God can always discern and see where and behold things, eh, you will, we will not dwell on and on many things. If you come from a home, you know, God is the one who created families. I've said it so many times. Families are very important. Hallelujah. But at the same time, and I'm, as I'm, I said a few minutes ago, the same way families are very important, the same way Satan can also use their families against us. I don't know why two sisters, they were just not getting along. Obviously because of what happened too. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. The contention. And it started with Cain and Abel, the first family, the first siblings. So what makes ours be different? Except this, the centerpiece of the family is Christ. But even that one. Are you getting something in place? Yeah. So Abraham traveled and everything changed. Hallelujah. It does not necessarily that you have to travel. And I gave my life as an example. I, I, I descend right from certain age that the, this family setting, if I do not travel, things will not go well for me. Hallelujah. It does not mean for the same, um, I mean, many people. Yeah. MS, if I have not traveled, I wouldn't have seen LP Palm. Yeah. Would have been a different story altogether. Hallelujah. Yeah. I would have ended up somewhere in the cocoa farm, going and fight with my other siblings for over the inheritance. The next one, please. God, uh huh, 
by staying. Hallelujah. And we saw it, Isaac. Remember, you see that we have the God of, we have Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. The way God is providing for all these people, they are different. Abraham, he said, go. Isaac came, he said, do not travel. That is one the key for 2023 and the years ahead of that, our relationship with God and our ability to behold and discern. Hmm. Are you with me, please? Hallelujah. And then the next one, how many points now? If you separate them, okay. No, no, we are, we are not there yet. The next one. Through the evening and morning cease. That's point number seven. Hallelujah. Let's read that verse. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 6. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 6. Please. It's a very powerful verse. Ecclesiastes 11 6. Mm-hmm. In the morning sow thy seed, uh-huh. and in the evening withhold not thy hand. For thou knowest not whether shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. Beautiful. And I believe God led us, Holy Spirit led us me, led me to explain this part very well. The reason is that we don't know which seeds will bear fruit for us. Nana, are you with me, please? That we don't know whether the morning seed is the one that's going to bless us. We don't know the evening seed is the one that is going to bless us. We need to keep sowing the seeds. We don't know whether the both or even both will not work. Hallelujah. But God is showing us that His provision will not come only by the morning seeds. Hallelujah. It will also come by the evening seed. You know, farmers do not, in those days, they were just farmers. Their business was just farming. And hardly will you see a farmer planting seeds in the evening. Because when they go to the farm, they come back in the evening. Are you with me, please? Yeah, so it means that there are certain things you may have to go beyond your normal, you know, routine to sow, to do it. So that the harvest will come from different angles. Are you with me? How many have started thinking about the seeds that they have to sow? We need to. We need to. And last week I encouraged all of us, especially during the shepherd's meeting. Hallelujah. The next one, the next one, point number eight. Through a method that is not your profession. It's through your normal profession. And we read it, you know, Mark chapter 6, verses 1 to 3. Is he, is, is this not a carpenter? Hallelujah. Jesus' profession was carpentry. The people knew, knew him by that. But after a few months and a few prayers and, you know, waiting on God and everything, the way his provision changed, he wasn't being provided through the carpentry work. Hallelujah. Therefore, we need to come to a point that brothers and sisters, we will become flexible. If Jesus had said that, look, only carpentry that I know, I'm, my father sent me here to do the work of the ministry, and therefore I'm going to depend on my carpentry work so, and do the ministry, something else would have happened. 
Hallelujah. But we saw from Luke chapter 8, verses 1 to 3. Give us Luke chapter 8, please. Yes, Pastor Nana. Amplified or New Living Translation. Any of them will work. Soon after, Luke 8.1, soon afterward, Jesus began a tour of the nearby towns and villages, mm. preaching and announcing the good news about the kingdom of God. He took his 12 disciples with him, verse 2, please, along, the, some, along, the, along with some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Among them were Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. And verse 3. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's business manager, Susanna, and many, and many others, others were who, contributing from their own resources to support who? Jesus. To support who? Jesus. Jesus and his disciples. His disciples. From a different angle. Hallelujah. From a different angle. You can be a mess. But we come to be flexible. See that if God is saying that I'm, pro I'm going to provide to you through business, don't say that. And as for me, you only the next thing that I know. That's what I want to do. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Let's move on to the next one. God. Hmm. The next way by which God can provide for you. It's through your father or your mother or your parents. Wow. The next way by which God can provide for us or for you is through your father or through your mother or through your parents. Genesis 25. Genesis 25. 1 to 6. Genesis 25. Yes, please. 1 to 6. Abraham married another wife whose name was Keturah. And she bare him Zemran and Jokshan and Midan and Midian and Ishbak. So you can see that apart from Ishmael and Isaac, Abraham had other many children. children. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, please keep going. Verse 3. And Jokshan begat Sheba and Dedan, and the sons of Dedan were Asherim and Luthism and Lumim. They are all powerful names. Powerful. Hallelujah. And they are all Jewish names. And Jokshan okay. begat, and the sons of Midian, Ephah, and Ephah, and Hanok, and Abida, and Eldar. All these were the children of Keturah. Wow. Uh-huh. Very powerful woman. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. And Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac, and verse 6, and he and gave what? But unto, but the, unto sons the sons of the, of the concubines, concubines, which Abraham had, Abraham uh -huh. gave gifts. Gifts and send them away from Isaac his son wow. while he yet lived. Can you imagine if yes. Abraham had not done a will and then he died? What would have happened? Reverend, because he did the will before he died. That's why we are reading that he gave 
their other siblings gifts. Hallelujah. But to Isaac, he gave all that. So I don't know what type of gifts. Maybe Christmas gifts or some parcels or something like that. He gave to the other siblings. But to Isaac, all that he had. Hallelujah. So you see, Isaac woke up one day and then he became rich. Because I've known some siblings, even when their parents leave them something, they say they don't want to take it. They don't want to do anything with it. My own brother who just passed away last year, he had a property where we come from. The children, it took some time for us to talk to them before they decided that they would take what their father, at that time even their brother, my brother was alive. They didn't want to have anything to do with the property. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? And now I'm trying to say all this, you know, God is giving us a lot of wisdom here that God's provision can come from different angles. If you have a father who has given a will and he says it's yours, that is yours. Hallelujah. Yeah, you just have to sit up and take it. And if you also don't have a father who, you have a father who also did not leave anything behind, that is fine. Your provision will come from another angle. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Another way God can provide, yes, the next way God can provide, point number 10, is through your job. Hmm. Yeah. It's a blessing to live an inheritance. In fact, I know a lady that you know, I talk to sometimes. Yeah. He's running a very successful Airbnb back home in Ghana through inheritance that the mother left. When the mother passed away, there were only two, a brother and herself. And the brother said, I live in this place. The brother, just, the brother was living in the next country, Togo. And he said that, you know, I live here. I'm okay with the property that daddy left. So what mommy's property at this place, take it. He's a good brother, right? Yeah. Some siblings are cool. And others too, something else. Hallelujah. So this lady took it. Initially, she wasn't interested much. So we started talking and talking. Today, he's running very successful Airbnb with the property. She's blessed. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah. The next one that we're talking about through your job, Genesis chapter 30, 27 going, please. Twenty-seven. Hmm. And, and Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I have found favor in thy eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord hath blessed me for thy sake. And he said, appoint me thy wages. And it's... Can you see that? Yes. And he said, appoint me thy wages and I, I will give it. it. May God bless you with a job that you will appoint your wages. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, may God give you a job that you will appoint your wages. Amen. There are many good jobs. The employers will rather ask you 
How much do you want to? If you have a job and they don't ask you that question, begin to think about it again. <laughs> no, no. Is, is it true? We are United States of America. Yeah. They negotiate with you. Yeah. And sometimes they negotiate. They tell you, they, tell them, they say, okay, my other job, this is how much they are giving to me. $50 an hour, $70, $80, dollars an hour. And you say, you want to give me $80? I then, it. I know. They say, they say, oh, is that so? We will match up. We will match up. Match we need up. your skill. We need it tells me that the, your value is at a different level. And it's not at something that is out of this world. We are reading it here. Laban said, and he said, I point me thy wages and I, I will do what? Give it. Ah, may your employer call Amen. you and tell you that. In the name of Jesus, Amen. believe it. I, I tell you, believe it. I believe yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Or make it your prayer topic. Yes. Thank you. In fact, I don't know if you can get there, but one of the points is that God can provide through a miracle. But it's cold. I don't want us to take sit here for long. Hallelujah. Yeah. The supernatural provision. God can give. Yeah. They will call you and tell you, since you came here, we've seen that many things have changed. You know? So, for the next five years, how do you see yourself? You know? We would like you to stay here. Because of that, we have thought about you. And management have decided that we want to give you 40,000 pay increase. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, yeah. look, it's recently somebody called me like that. It's and this brother was having an issue. Some, I think, was it 2001, 2020 that he was having an issue with them and then company? 2020. He, he prayed, I prayed, every palm used to pray with him. We prayed, we, we were, uh, anything we have to say for this manager to disappear from this, uh, we said it. But the person did not disappear. And then finally they told him, you see, God knows how he can provide. I tell you, let's serve him faithfully, please. Amen. Let's serve the Lord faithfully. Amen. Yeah, he knows. Pastor Nana, we prayed and prayed and prayed. One time I asked him, so how do you pay your tithe? He said, Reverend, I pay 20%. Amen. There are times that you also, you yourself as a pastor, you don't have answer to what is going on. So finally they called him. He said that, oh, we don't want you to be here. They fired him. He got a job. More money than the other one. After a few, and then he told me that everything I do here, they are so excited about it. See, everything I do, they are excited about it. May God cause people to recognize your skill. I said, may God cause people to recognize your skill. It is in the Bible. Amen. Yeah. When Bethesda's dreamt, and then they were looking for answers, it's a woman who said that there's a Hebrew boy here. He can understand interpretations and difficult things. Let's bring him. Hallelujah. The same thing, Joseph. Are you with me, please? Yeah. So, and then, so one of the days he called and said that, Reverend, they said that they are looking for somebody to lead accounting and finance department. 
as a manager. They thought about me, and they have given it to me. And he came with a pay increase of $40,000. When I did a calculation, that means 40 divided by 12. That means, that means every month you get more than $3,000 addition to your, what you were getting. That's what it means. And can you imagine? I'm sure some of, somebody is calculating. <laughs> Reverend, even my <laughs> two months will not reach there. <laughs> it's going to change in the name of Jesus. I said it will change in the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you with me, please? Amen. Let's serve the Lord faithfully. Yeah, faithfully. You heard me. The, the brother said, Reverend, I paid tight 20%. Hallelujah. Amen. But sometimes as you keep doing it, Satan will come and minister to you. All this time that you've been paying, what have you been getting from it? But when the hour, the appointed time comes, you will see that this one, it is the doing of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. The next one, please. Let's continue to 28, 29, verse 29, Pastor Nana. Through your job, uh-huh. And he said unto him, Thou knowest how I have served thee, and how thy cattle was with thee. Mm -hmm. For it was a little which thou hadst before I came, and it is now increased unto a multitude. Mm. Hath blessed thee since my coming, mm -hmm. and now when I shall provide for my own house also. And he said, What shall I give thee? And Jacob said, Thou shalt not give me anything, if thou wilt. Do this thing for me. I will again feed wow. and keep thy flock. And Jacob said, he said, I point me thy wages. And when you get a job and they say, I point, how much will you take? You must also master the skill to negotiate. Hallelujah. Can you see that? We don't have much time, but we know this, this particular story. Jacob said, give me the spotted and the speckled goats and the sheep. Hallelujah. Amen. And then the master said, Laban said, then now, we have spotted and then the speckled one already. So the Bible says that he took all the spotted and the speckled ones, three days journey away from Jacob so that Jacob will not just come and steal any one of them. Hallelujah. Amen. So when he went, then Jacob cut did cut a tree and then made spotted this thing on, the, on it. And then when the, he got to know where the sheep will come and mate, and then, you know, at the riverside, so he would just, when they are ready and they are mating, he put it, the thing in front of them. And as they see, they produce the same thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Time will not allow us to, for me to explain this one. You will notice that this particular suggestion or the wages that he is saying is God who gave it to him. Hallelujah. Amen. An angel visited him when Laban was chasing him. And he, was, he said that, you know, why are you running away from me? Why are you taking my children and my grandchildren and everything for me? And then he said, and then Jacob started mentioning the difficulties for you even to change my wages ten times and other things. He said that it's the Lord who visited me in a dream and showed me. 
Hallelujah. So I want to say that if we can trust God and have, that is why our visions and our dreams should become very important to us. We can change many situations in our lives through our visions. We can't just say, oh, next year it will be a great year. 2023 will be a great year. We cannot just say that. We have to change 2023 through our what? Visions. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes. Yeah. It's an acting thing. And anything that you, you visualize, it will come to pass. So I don't know why, because you cannot explain to me the genetic thing, why Jacob was able to put a thing in front of them, and then they began to produce the same speckled, I mean speckled and then spotted once. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? Yeah, so we need to understand that God can, in fact, one of the consistent ways for God to provide for us is through the job. And I always say that when you get the provision, it is a seed. It is a seed. Hallelujah. And the last one for today, God can provide for us through a situation. Genesis 30, 27, Amplified. It says, And Laban said to him, I have found favor in your sight. I pray, do not go, for I have learned by experience and from the omens in divination that the Lord has favored me with blessings on your what account. Laban was not a Christian. So you can see that he, could, he saw, ah, my business has changed since you came here. Hallelujah. And then, that is why he's saying, by omen of divination. What does it mean? But a Christian will say that by the discernment of the Holy Spirit, I can see. Therefore, for us to know by association, we need to discern. And that is why many associations, as I said, the enemy will come against it. He knows where you can get your provision from. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The man woke up one day and saw that, no, 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 since you have been here. And that is why he said, appoint me your wages. Let me know your wages. How much do you want to take? Don't go. Stay. Stay. There are people like that in our lives. When you see somebody like that, you know, will you stay with the person? There are certain people you have to tell yourself that you cannot offend me. No matter what you do, you cannot offend me. You cannot. Have you heard Bishop saying that? No matter anybody, anybody says, I don't care. Whatever this man of God, Archbishop, is my father. I don't care what anyone will say. I don't, go, I don't care what he's going through and what if I name. But that is how you come to. When you catch the revelation, say bye. And then one day he was preaching and he started giving. He said, When um, I, mar- I was married or something, my father died. He was the only pastor who came. And there are many things 
Many things he mentioned his name. This person was there, was there, was there, was there. This is what, this is what God has given to me. He's everything to me. That's it. Can we say that, please? Can we identify somebody and say the same thing? Yeah, sometimes it's a friend. Sometimes it's a classmate. You see that this person's advice has changed your life forever. Your life is changed. Can you say that I've learned by experience that since I met you, my life has changed. I have many siblings, but now you are going to be one of my siblings. Even though we don't have blood relationship. Hallelujah. May God help us. Hallelujah. And may we discern the various ways that God and the methods that God can use to provide for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.